Hello, Harley. Listen to that, ladies and gentlemen. I'm back. He is. Welcome yes. to the Harley and Josh Show, your music podcast by musicians. And we have a Mr. Harley Cotton, the bass player extraordinaire. We Yes, hello. And Josh Locke, the guitarist and now drum extraordinaire. <laughs> I'm not sure about extraordinaire. Extraordinaire beginner. Well, it, I mean, you play it extraordinarily. <laughs> yeah, with my feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, the way you use your tongue is... <laughs> Oh, sorry. I was, I forgot, I Family was... podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, how uh, are you, mate? It's yes, been... I, I'm not too bad. It's, I've missed it's... you. We've all missed you. Yes, I do apologise. I've been I've been missing in action for the last couple of weeks. You have Gosh. been the famous singer, MIA. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I've been busy doing. Out in the desert, executing ginger people or something. Oh, something like that. <laughs> Why controversial not? music videos. Oh yes. Um, yeah, no, because we've uh, obviously we're back back on the radio. Yeah, uh, like. Wirelessly, yeah, we're on the wireless. Voila. We're uh, talking about Wits and Churchill and stuff, but we're like, so we've got to do it all at home and schedule it and send it to them in time. And we kind of missed the mark last week, mm-hmm. so I do apologize for that. Uh, but you did a great job on the show last week, thank you. I, I bounced it down and forgot to bounce down one of the tracks, which was me talking in a big like reverbed room announcing all the songs. Uh-huh. So it was so annoying because I must have muted that channel. So it came, it was just like, This is Reno and Rome, and and then just goes into the song. I was like, well done, <laughs> idiot. <laughs> well, so it was jealous of us, just so you know. You keep your secrets. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> well, yeah, so yeah, that was that was, uh, that was was good, though, um, apart from that bit. Yeah. Um, and, the, and the show last, and the week before, I listened to that. That was really good. Thanks, man. I do apologise that I wasn't able to make that as I was uh, having somewhat of a, a breakdown and uh, a crisis of of confidence and I would say faith but it's hard to do that if you don't have any faith it's hard time well yeah faith <laughs> it's faith in myself the god yeah, um, yeah. well you are the god of yourself aren't you? Satan, yes. uh, <laughs> you are the satan of yourself yeah. yes I well, want both I suppose um yeah well how you been feeling man yeah it's been it's been a tough couple of weeks I uh a few weeks now I've kind of was hit of a sudden I'd say just disparity of this isn't this isn't good, this isn't fun. I was struggling to be passionate about my uh my sort of I call I say a COVID job. Right. Uh which looks like it's gonna become a long term thing and we're kind of wrapping my head around that because I've been so lucky to be doing a job for the past eight years that I love and that I can wake up every morning and be passionate about. And it's mm. so easy to forget that as musicians, we're doing an amazing job and we love what we do. And that's a privilege. It's not a right to kind of be able to go, wake up in the morning and go, oh, great, I get to do this today. Mm. You know, and for some, and for many people, you've just got to make it through the month and yeah, pay so the bills pay the rent, and yeah. stuff like that. And, so I kind of lost my my passion in that regard, but then I also, with that, lost my passion for doing anything that I enjoy. Mm. Uh, you know, including doing music stuff, not for for work, but just for fun. Because I was kind of like, well, what, what's the point? Mm. You know. Um, 
so I I had a real kind of tough few days, and um, that I uh, that was that was very difficult for me. Whether this helps or not, you're not alone. I was talking about this two weeks ago on the show, and about sixty percent of like professional musicians have been looking for jobs outside of the industry just to tide them over. Eighty yeah. percent of them think that this is this is of about four hundred and fifty thousand musicians across the UK um, they think that they just won't be able to go back to their their jobs or, or what they were doing before uh, because of COVID yeah so I mean you know sometimes just telling people yeah but everybody's got that same problem does not help them at all it's just kind yeah. of like oh okay so my problems are meaningless yeah um, they're not meaningless at all um, it's just uh, yeah I guess knowing that it's you're a drop in the ocean sometimes makes it even worse because yeah. there's just an ocean of depressed people. <laughs> I had that conversation, and of course, I'm really good at giving advice and not taking my own advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking, I that feeling. yeah, I was talking to a friend, Tom, and he's a paramedic, so he's been busier than ever, hardcore, so to speak. But also, he suffers from, uh, I think it's because he has asthma or something, which meant Crikey. he wasn't allowed to be frontline paramedic oh bless him for a long time and was really struggling because he'd pretty much just passed become his his qualifications to become like a fully fledged paramedic Mm. and then had that taken away from him of being able to do his job he was put um as in the offices doing the 999 calls and stuff like that and again he's been so used to working in the uh, like in the car- like on the road in the caravan, I meant to call it. <laughs> um, you know, he's been so used to working on the road, a very practical you know job where he would be sort of interacting face to face, helping people face to face and personally. And now he's sitting in an office on a phone with a headset, and mm. he's really been struggling with that. And I, and I said, you know, just. He go, and then, but then saying, you know, his job is stable, so he doesn't really have a right to complain. I'm like, you do, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to feel bad about your own misdoings if you're in an unideal situation. Yeah, yeah like if pe- you equate or equivocate everything, then it, all problems become meaningless when it comes when it goes right down the line yeah. of people suffering. You'll you'll always feel bad about feeling bad. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, like I say, you're the the god and Satan of yourself. So, like, you know, yeah. the, your your world is is a kind of an enclosed thing, and you know, as as much as we love to care about other people, it's still your problems are a lot of the time the, the first and foremost. Mm. Um, you know, you, you've been dealing with it, and yeah. you know, you're, you're talking about it, which is which is the the, the main thing. Um, do you do you think that the lack of music has really been the driving force behind making you feel bad um i think that's a large i think it's kind of a uh just the world is full of bad news mm-hmm. and you know they talk about have you heard the term doom scrolling yeah i i think that's that's a brilliant way of and you know and it's, it sounds like something from skyrim yeah it yeah. does doesn't it um the doom scrolls <laughs> you must collect the doom scrolls um so just like not seeing an end in sight is is hard for me mm. because I'm always planning that next chapter, that next step, mm. and that next step is, well, a few feet away, mm. as in like a few steps away. Have you been listening to much music? Um, 
I have been listening to nothing but Opeth for the past two months, oh, I think. Sick. And I'm okay with that. I was listening to Sorceress the other day with Frankie. Oh, uh, yeah. And she, uh, yeah, like she'd not listened to Opeth before. And she was actually like, I think I like prog rock now. Yes, <laughs> yes. See, that's my, I, I, I can't get into that album. No. Because I'm a, a this is me, like, it's great music, but mm. the, 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 the sound wasn't for me. Right. Yeah, a bit boomy right. on the low end. But still, <laughs> like, I've been going through... Cause going I've for that, kind of, was it an injustice for all problem of just like, yeah. shug? <laughs> yeah, it's that, it's that sound. It's very 80s in its sound. Yeah. But I've been going back over the sort of previous stuff, um, going further back, because I've always been much more into their newer stuff, which is all proggy. Right. And very, like, I mean, there's uh, Pale Communion, if you've heard that album, is no. just 70s prog. <laughs> it is amazing. There's a song that I, I want to post that is an absolute journey. It starts off as like a happy 6-8 acoustic song. <laughs> and by the end of it, you're like, how did we get yeah. here? <laughs> That's the uh, the question everybody's asking in 2020. Oh, yeah. It's, it's exactly it. It's good. You know? All right. So what's the um, song called again? Uh, it's called River, I think. Or River, the River. The River by... Okay. So if anybody wants a soundtrack to their year... Go yeah. check out the River by Opeth. Yes, it's very cool. It's very good. Mm. Uh, and I mean, record. Uh, it's one of, also that album, Pale Communion, has my favourite sounding snare drum of all time. All right. Um, I don't know what it is. It's just just the, it's just got loads of body. And it's beautiful. Uh, I think it was recorded at uh, I can't remember the name of the studio uh, in Wales. I can't remember it, but. Um, a friend of mine recorded there recently and I was like, oh, that's where they recorded Pale Community. He went, yeah, but it's also where him recorded Wings of a Butterfly. And I'm like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you take the rough with the smooth. <laughs> well, hey, hey, if you're into it, that's a that's a quite a repert- like quite, yeah. quite a, uh, a portfolio for a studio. Yeah. And apparently like uh, Rolling Stones recorded there ages ago as well. So, yeah. All right. Was that Ramesh? I, I can't remember because he's got a studio in Wales, hasn't he? Um, yeah, I don't think that's with him. I was looking up his stuff recently because he's, I mean, his snare sounds are legendary. Right, yeah. Yeah, um, but no, I mean, I know Sean Janocki uses it quite a lot and right. he's great um, and he's done all sorts of stuff. Um, he recorded Lower Lower right. at the studio, um, but I can't remember the name of it. I will find it. It's called Sound Something, but it might be Sound House mm. or Rock Sound, Rock Sound Studios. Okay, there we go. There we go. I could be wrong. But anyway, so yeah, that's been my musical stuff. And that's kind of been helping me kind of feel better about things. Yes. Um, I'm really bad at asking for help or for talking to people. Um, And I I mean, this is a public thank you to you, Josh, who (laughs) kind of read between the lines and kind of gave me a bit of a pick me up and a a pep talk, you know. Um, I didn't pick him up. That's just... Yeah, that's that's, that's condescending. He's an independent man. (laughs) But um, yeah, like there are a lot of people who are, potentially very bad at asking for help and just checking in, even if it's not talking about what's up, what's the problem and how can you help just being, just, just having conversations, remembering the good times and Mm. just kind of hoping that that's going to come back is important. I think, um, I think there's a lot of people who, who could do with that. I've been speaking to a few musician friends who have had a real tough time. Um, and for those of you who have been in a situational down spot because of this year has not been ideal financially, career-wise, or anything like that, uh, someone came up with a really good bit of advice, and I'm willing to do this, and I'm I'm willing to take this forward to uh, to Parliament if needs be. What funkadelic? 
I yeah, let's take this Funkadelic and Good. go. Good, George right. Clinton. Can we? Uh, let's let's put this in law. Let's put this in law. Um, you and your brother Bill, let's make this happen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll play saxophone on your track, George Clinton. <laughs> Atomic dog. <laughs> so, right off twenty twenty. Right. Everyone was in a really good position in March this year. Right. I. This is where I'm thinking, I'm hoping that by March next year, we'll be in a similar position to where we were March this year, but in a different direction. Right. So for those who have not had an ideal year that hasn't gone the way you wanted, write this year off and just call it just an intermission. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stand by. Yeah. And now start preparing. Usual programming will resume. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, And if not, it doesn't matter. We'll all be dead. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, yeah. The, but, the, the coronavirus asteroid is coming. Yeah, yeah. why not? I mean, what's next in 2020? <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised the dinosaurs aren't back yet. Um, <laughs> oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, like, I know a lot of people who are thinking, well, let's let's use this time to make March next year happen. And that's what mm. I've been spending the last week doing is, is pushing promotion uh, and starting to sort of get things to happen so we can build a bit more of an online presence, which I've kind of shied away from because... Mm. Well, I mean, the online presence, as everybody's sitting there going, you've got to have a good social media presence, mm. a lot of the time that costs more money than it makes you money. Yeah. And that we, we were having this discussion. We had a Zoom meeting with, with Chart Attack. Ooh, very fish. Very fish. Uh, and we were like, well, there's things we want to do and there's things we can do. And we were like, okay, there's things that cost money. There's things that don't. Like, we don't need to put money into advertising right now because... Mm-hmm. We want to build our audience naturally. We don't need to build our audience quickly right now. Right. Uh, advertising is good to kind of boost it very rapidly and trying to push that kind of thing. But right now, we just want people who are into what we do to see what we can. Yeah, and a lot of people are having to rethink their wedding plans. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, you guys do make a big chunk of your money from weddings and and. and private functions so you know in this time people are just online yeah looking for the ideas as to, to how to save their wedding really so yeah. i think you know especially with the video you guys have just released if you want to check this out ladies and gentlemen go to chart attack uk on facebook yes uh, dan oton did do the video didn't he yes yes i feel like we should change our name from uk to worldwide because worldwide, baby now we're worldwide but also um we're worldwide. I will, i'll go more detail listen but um, according to our uh, our friends at Tailored, um, they are getting more weddings booked or private bookings uh, across seas. Oh, uh, right. Their first right. two bookings that came through for four bands this year or since the lockdown started were in Italy. Right. Because they've lifted all their restrictions and people can go get married in Italy and have Hubris. destination weddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're like, well, that's a great kind of thing to push. Why yeah. not? Okay, it's good. I mean... You know, as long as we're allowed to be do that. safe first, but yeah. you know, um, yeah. Um, but there's you know, there's there are there are ways we can make stuff happen, and also doing more acoustic sets for like the, the more stripped down weddings is also potentially a thing we can do. And hmm. it is about kind of changing. So, if you'd the like times. to chart attack to strip at your wedding, yeah, do contact Harley and Josh show at gmail.com. We will come to your wedding and strip down, <laughs> do an acoustic stripped down set, yeah. 
And we'll even bring a videographer. Yeah. And by acoustic, it means they just don't plug their instruments in. They're not using acoustic instruments. You just, it's just very loud drums at a very quiet bass yeah. and naked men. Yeah. If that sounds Shouting. like your kind of shout. Ah! Sending you, forget me nuts! <laughs> yes, please book us. They, they are an incredible band. I'm just saying. They could pull that off. Their trousers well, only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our clothes off, yes. <laughs> Good, yeah. good. Well, I love it, Harley. Yeah. Um, I think we should play the people some music. I think we should. Um, the last couple of weeks I've been music heavy because I haven't had the wonderful Harley to talk to. And this heavy week, music. Right. Well, yes, there has been some elimination in there um, uh, and a bit of cane. What we would like to play for you today, though, is a bit of hip hop. This is, uh, the way I said that was just lame as hell. I'm going to play you some hip hop. <laughs> Should we have some hip and hop? Uh, yes, exactly. No, just the hip, thank you very much. Uh, this. For anyone listening, sorry, you're wearing a turtleneck right now, so that really works. <laughs> I'm turtle hop. Uh, this is Morgan Swan, Ipswich's finest, with Don't Giver. Uh, 24 with a phone full of 16, 64 and a try to reach you. Free two more time, don't miss me. Talk is cheap, just trying to get rich. G, uh, back snapping. Can't stop to the whole squad pattern. Them man lie too much, stop rapping. Let's see where they list their raps then. Them but talk too much. Enough chatting. They watch me like now TV. Old girls trying to Netflix and chill more time. I just wanna be red card. On the mic, I'm take you, don't think about passing. Could have done my thing, but passed it. Thick, but I got me smarter. Don't give a F about likes or status. Don't give a F, them man still pagans. Don't give a F about blogs or playlists. Rate me now, last week they hate. Don't give a F about the whip you rented. P's you spending, should've invested. Don't give a F about guns you bang. Actors, never been bad. Line don't bang, get a job, you pleb Oh, why not I do it for Ness? Like Rooney, I see you going over your head All the drip talk, overly wet Bare words in the verse, lyrics don't make sense Cap for the Instagram captions Only time to do roads, sitting in traffic To cap your rappers Them man are all acting, not boring, nothing, they just bored Don't give a F by the postcode war AC boys, them man are all frauds Won't see me in the stats, but I'm sitting around you Don't give a F about likes or status Don't give a F, them man still pagans Don't give a F about blogs or playlists Rate me now, last week they hate that was Morgan Swan with Don't Give Her. Uh, you can check out his Facebook and Instagram to find out how to get that because that is getting released very, very soon. And we've got an exclusive play, so thank you for that, Morgan. Oh, nice. Um, so, what did I do? What did you do? I don't know, mate. Um, so, well, uh, we have just announced a new gig. 31st of October, we are playing Spooky. at the Box Tree venue. Absolutely. It's Halloween. Um, that's the Suffolk way of saying it. Halloween. Halloween, uh, oh, Halloween and a pooin. Uh, we're going to the Box Tree venue in Ipswich. Uh, it's going to be a full on costume fest. Um, we are basically, the way we're ordering it is because uh, if you've never been to the Box Tree venue, the inside part, it's like a big sort of hangar, isn't it? Yeah. Um, have you played on that stage before? I've not played on it. No, no. I've done sound. Oh, you have for for the for an event there. Did you use their system? I used their front of house. Yeah. Yeah. How really was it? Good. Really good. Yeah. Really. What, what kind of system is it? Um, I 
it's a QSC system. Oh, wonderful. Um, and they've got... Um, Italian, isn't it? They've, yes. Ooh. Uh, brilliant. Tailored. Brilliant speakers. They've got half... They've got speakers halfway up the, the room as well. So you can... Oh, good. Delays. Drive. Yes. I don't know if they're on a delay, but I don't... Oh, yeah. I suppose it don't need to be that <laughs> delayed if it's that small that space. Not that far, no. But they are... Yeah, and subs underneath the stage that sound massive. Nice. Uh, it's just a great, great little system. Um, and it's, yeah, perfect for that size room as well. Yeah, great. Well, yeah, because we're using their PA. And uh, and so basically they you hire out the venue, you get their PA, and then you take all the profits that are on the door, which nice. is wonderful. So what the way we're working it, though, so we are doing the socially distanced thing. We're booking it in groups of six, and each group of six will be separate from each other. And it will be, uh, yeah, so, so people can only interact with their group but you'll be able to see all the wonderful costumes that everybody else is going to be wearing nice. uh, there'll be table um there'll be tables in each group so that you don't have to be facing the stage the whole time uh, um uh, they recently had a gig with Connor Adams for his yeah. single release for Devil of the Night which went down really well sold out uh, they've got a capacity of about 84 in there uh, and we've we're currently sold out about a third of the tickets okay so you know we've got a couple weeks so get on um, it people yeah get on it i mean just in case you know they may sell out real quick if we do have problems with um you know people are like oh, i really want to come but i don't have a group of six i've got no friends mm. um that then we are going to you know sort out trying to uh, do some smaller groups but only if those tickets don't sell so um, i suppose if you do if you have some groups of two that will bring your overall capacity down because yeah. your social distancing measures will have to account, account for that. Absolutely. So ticket money will be low. So if you are holding out to see if they will be doing groups of two, don't hold out. Yeah. Just get to a group of six uh, and then just, you know, work around it. Um, so that was fun. I did a, the poster for it. It was really fun to do, actually. So I did a – it's like all the classic movie monsters – of uh, you know from movies of old, and they're uh, but they're wearing masks and they've got like, rockabilly haircuts. But what I find really fun about it is I do it on GIMP, oh, not yeah. in a GIMP costume, just on GIMP. Um, and it's kind of like what I do is I do all the, the sort of the text and the and the, and the graphics first, and then I do a, a crease overlay. So as if I've got sort of folded paper. Yeah. Put that over the top and just do that as an overlay. And then I put a film grain overlay over the top of it to sort of make it look like it's been printed Ooh. and it's kind of low res. Yeah. And then I put this sort of grunge overlay over the top of it, which is sort of like I, kind of like a burnt wood sort of stamp kind of texture. Mm. And that, again, just sort of makes it look aged. So it looks like you've just taken a picture of a very old photo. So if anybody's looking to sort of zazz up their posters a bit, I would recommend just putting some layers over the top of it just to make it look old because people are doing that all the time on instagram yeah. and 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 you know youtube videos people are kind of a bit fed up of hd now i think yeah you know, hd's been so high yeah um for so long that people are kind of getting like oh, i kind of miss when people things... want textures yeah exactly textures and i miss like not being able to see somebody's the pores on somebody's face <laughs> like from 100 miles away i suppose that's yeah that's that's who needs who needs like photoshop when you can just cover it with coffee stains yeah <laughs> Is that in real life? Are you going to have coffee stains on your next poster? Like, All right, shoot. We're going to do a shoot with this model. we got to, oh, stand there for a second. Chuck. <laughs> now that's better. <laughs> that's better. That looks more authentic. You're burning. Um, so, yeah, uh, I got myself a, a cocktail drum set. Mm. I was talking to the talk to the guys uh, about this last week on the podcast. Um, guys and dolls. Uh, so it was sort of figuring out the right way to set it up. 
because of sort of the way that I am learning drums, which I won't reveal to you right now, um, is I need a specific kind of setup to make it really accessible. Yeah. So um, uh, tr I've only got three auxiliary arms, kind of like leg the legs of Tom's. Yeah. Uh, and three clamps. So the way that it works is a kick drum that's also a, tom, a floor tom. And around the floor tom, there are three clamps for auxiliary arms. And trying to just sort of figure out what to put on what auxiliary arm. And you know, because some you can only angle a certain way. Some are specifically for cymbals, but other bits that you can remove. And some of them are way too long. So that you just have like a tom, you know, six feet away. And then like <laughs> your snares just like on top of your floor tom. So just trying to figure that out was really fun. Um, you turned up as I was trying to tune it. Yep. And that told was... me that I was doing an awful job, which was true. And then didn't help. <laughs> well, you're like, well, you got to figure this out yourself, which is true. Um, so, yeah, try to figure that out. Um, yeah, having a really good time with it. Uh, I've bought some drum silence pads for it, though, because yeah. I'm sure the neighbours hate me already. I'm not surprised. Um, because of the drums or just generally? Just generally. Yeah. I mean, the drums won't help. Um, so I got myself some Vic Firth 5As on Rainer Vandell's yeah. uh, recommendation. Um I, I hear that they're sort of like like the nines of guitar strings. It's yeah, kind of like I'd the say. mid what you sort of the starter thing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a that yeah. That's a, it's your kind of your run of the mill. Yeah. Average Joe. Extra medium. Yes. Good. Double um, medium. So and I've learnt myself superstition. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> trying to get the 16ths on the hi-hats um i've what's what i've trying to try to do is just to learn some famous drum beats mm. i've been doing my rudiments and you know the, the the classic kind of you know paradiddles and warm-up exercises just to get the get the right sort of fulcrum point on the sticks but uh yeah just having fun i've been having fun videoing me doing these drum mm. drum beats and then putting them on facebook and seeing if people can guess what song it is Have like you... you've played it so badly i can't tell <laughs> it's kind of nice doing it like are you posting these videos? Are these on your public or are they just personal page? Public? Uh, a bit of both. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of nice. Um, I uh, spoke with Nick Bettini of the oh, yeah. Just Play community, uh, which is like a, I think, is it a well-being and excellence page. I'm, this yeah. is me going off that. But um, for anybody who is a musician who want look who wants to discuss uh, really interesting things about sort of your mental uh, approach to playing and learning and practicing but he was talking about posting regular videos in terms of advertising yourself, but also don't think of it, everything you're posting is being a finished piece. It's a timeline. Yeah. So you're going to get better. So yeah. post stuff regularly yeah. so people can see your, your, your learning and your, your, um, your, your journey. Yeah. Your diary kind of thing, isn't it? It's, uh, it's for something for you to look back at and sit there and go, okay, I didn't do that very well, but I've improved at this, but it's also, it, it's, it, people want to invest in it a bit more, I think, because they, they saw how crap you used to be. And yeah. if you are good now, then they're like, yeah, I remember when they were like a wee beginner. <laughs> um, so, yeah, back potty training. Um, oh, we've booked a last minute gig. Oh, nice. This Friday at the Coder in Colchester. Oh, amazing. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, they we were they did ask us last week. Um, but you know this is always this is always kind of the thing when you're when you're booking something or it's a last minute thing you put lots of feelers out yeah and then whoever gets back first gets it mm. sort of thing so he they put um, Tristan had put out lots of feelers I got back too late but he said but can you do next Friday so yeah that's great that's gonna be fun and actually it's gonna be Rich Rainer and I 
Amazing. So that we've never done that that setup before. So it's going to be Rainer on drums, Rich on guitar, and I'm on double bass. Sweet. So it's going to be a really interesting setup. We haven't actually sorted out what set list we're going to be. Nice. Probably won't until about five minutes before we play. So I've always want to go to Coda, Coda, and I've always wanted to play there because they get some amazing bands. Yeah, I've, I've been to some great gigs there. Uh, the Cosmic Puff Indoors thing. Of you know, sort of Pet Needs and Rad Pit, Ghost of Men, Hot Tramp. Um, you know, some incredible gigs. So, and it's that's been quite dark since. Yeah. Because uh, they didn't turn the lights on. No, since Corona. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Well, you know, if you come along, there's only a 60 capacity and it's all seated. And but they will turn distance. the lights on. Yes, they will. I promise. Um, uh, I think, oh, yeah, I've got one more thing. I uh, have applied for a job at Capel St. Mary Primary School. I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, guitar teaching as a peripatetic teacher. Um, hope, fingers crossed, get that, because that will get me an extra day of work a week. And Electric Umbrella, I've talked about them on the show before. Yep. They've got somebody on maternity leave at the moment um, who would be running online sessions just to sort of for people with disabilities and and uh, and learning needs. That you know, it, in this time when usually there would be caregivers around to help out, uh, just to sort of you know keep people's spirits up and stuff. At the moment, it's just very difficult. Um, so doing stuff online. Uh, so hopefully I'll be taking over doing some online sessions and sort of like doing music workshops uh, with people writing songs and just doing general bizarre stuff. They've done some great like live streams. You've seen mm. them with uh, with John and Jay. Yes. Uh, I think they had Adam and Rich. I think he's been on one. I can't remember. Anyway, but some, some great musicians doing some just really cool jam sessions where yeah. they're just... Ebony Buckle, she was on there as well. Yeah, a good friend of mine. Um, and they're just having fun with it. Yeah. Like you know, if you're if you're who's the you... singer from Spandau Ballet? Tony Hadley. Tony Hadley, he was on there as well. Was he? Tor- Tori Tori, oh, the punk singer from the seventies, lady singer. No, no. Well, they were on it. This is why you listen to this show. Yeah. Informed idiots. Um, so yeah, hopefully I'll be getting that one, uh, and then yeah, just be doing some musical stuff. That's that's the only thing that we can do at the moment is to just to adapt, yeah. Um, find the opportunities that are around us, and and sort of get ourselves qualified for it. Really, mm. it's kind of the only thing we can do um, until things go back to big bunny ears normal. Yes, having big bunny ears. Yeah, that's very normal. That's very normal. So let's play some more music, Harley. Let's. Yeah. Um, we've got some fantastic music now from the Four O'Clock Robots. Shout out to Tim. I searched the entire internet and did not find the Four O'Clock Robots. That website does not exist. The Four O'Clock Robots returned zero results. I tried my hardest. It's like you want me to magic it out of thin air. Zero. Sip. If I've told you once, I've told you a Googleplex times. Look again for the four o'clock robots. I'm sorry, Dave, but I'm afraid I can't do that. Ready, sir. The robots are coming. How many robots? 
Run and the robots got to store. Run and the robots got to store. Run and the robots got to store. Probably war. Shout out to Oscar Charlton and the Busketeers. They are playing at the Lime Burners this Saturday. Holla at you, baby. Yeah. Um, Oscar is also doing online lessons at the most. So if you're looking to get involved, get in touch with us and we'll put you in contact with him. That's harleyandjoshshow at gmail.com. Oh, the Three Busketeers, they played a gig at the club. Right. In Hipswich, if you heard that, that's a, that's it's a, it's a new venue. Casey's, uh, isn't it? Is that what it is? Old Betty's. I haven't been there yet. and I really Layla's want... running it. Yes, I really want to go there. It looked fantastic. And there was a video posted of the Three Busketeers. Um, it was posted in one of the group pages. I right. can't remember. And I mean, they, they're fantastic. They're, 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 their vocal harmonies are on point. Also, I want to give a shout out to Luke Pretz, mate. Uh, he is uh, playing at the Kingfisher on Halloween Ooh, with spooky. Trip Switch. So, yeah, if you like your like classic rock and metal covers, go and see them. Yeah, they have a lot of fun, those guys. Music news! Yes! It's serious time! There are many in the live industry sector who believe that gigs will be back to normal in 2021. But Ooh. some do not. This is from a Polestar um, poll. Uh, they interviewed over 1,350, quote, live industry professionals, unquote, between August 23rd and September 7th. Uh, 24% of the respondents uh, work in the venue space, whereas 17.4% of the participating live music execs describe themselves as promoters and talent buyers. So this is kind of like quite broad. Yeah. Um, so basically... 16% provide production concert support services for a living. Uh, lastly, ticketers, managers, agents, and other, and what other is, uh, consisting chiefly of multifaceted hybrid titles. So I guess... I guess people who do more than one thing. Roadie pyrotechnic. Yeah. Or um, dancing sound engineer. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Love to see those. Yeah. Spotlight bungee jumper. Uh, guitar tech caterer. <laughs> Wait, that's two really boring ones. I was just, trying to think of two boring ones, and then I couldn't think of a fun it's just, one. It's a guitar <laughs> for a plate, but he gets them mixed up. There's a guy who's like really needs a string change and just throws a custard at him. I just have a thought of like you've got this big like famous guitarist, and he's doing gig, and he hands his guitar over, and he goes to take what he thinks is a guitar, and it's just a bowl of bolognese <laughs> or a baguette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> crusty bread. Uh, anyway. Serious news. Oh, um, yeah. so I suppose I forgot it was serious news. <laughs> in another testament to the impact of coronavirus, each accounted for about 10% of the contributors of, of each of these kind of uh, sectors. Um, so as a whole, 54.7% of survey respondents are of the opinion that the crowd-based concert landscape will return to full capacity in 2021. Mm, okay. Yeah? I... I... I mm. Yeah. See, on listening onto that kind of thing, it's interesting because I'm like, yeah, I could see that happening, but I don't mm. know how much of that is me just wishful thinking. Right, yeah, that's so, a good point. And then thinking how much of their... Because, I mean, a lot of my information is, is based purely on opinion and without facts because I don't know as much as 
what the I don't know what information these guys have. Star. I mean, yeah. The thing is, the on the other side of the coin, thirty point six percent of the execs um, took part. They said that the full capacity concerts won't reemerge reemerge until twenty twenty two. So it's a third are thinking right. Let's let's hedge our bets here, and mm. half of them are like, eh, everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I think like you, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think it's wishful thinking. I think people are just like, I need my job to go back to normal, so I'm just going to say that that's probably going to happen. And that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen to some degree because they're saying that they don't think full capacity gigs are going to happen until 2022. But come summer next year, if we can do gigs that are maybe not full capacity but a higher capacity than what we're having right now, mm-hmm. um. You know, like people are talking about the new normal. There may be a new normal of which things can happen sustainably with a few changes. Like a mosh pit. Can I have a mosh pit right now? Oh, I want Unless. I'd love a no contact mosh pit. Well, <laughs> like, like touch rugby. I'm thinking, I'm proposing a new plan here. Okay. Zorb mosh pits. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yep. Zorb mosh pits. Just run at each other. Or Zorb gigs. Just Either Zorb gigs. In, in a full Zorb. Or uh, or just a half one, like over the top of your body, but your legs are poking out. Yeah, that'd which be which fun. one would be better? I think the legs poking out bit. Yeah, I mean they you do. There's still a bit of peril. I've involved. done Zorb football, and they do tell you that there is a very high risk of breaking a leg yeah. doing that kind of thing. Or but good being lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's it's only lucky if you're on the stage. Oh, it's unlucky if you're off the stage. That's why Dave Grohl was unlucky. Ah, because he broke a leg. Right, but he was. He on was the stage wearing a Zorb on the top, wasn't he? I forgot he was, that bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you think Zorb uh, stage diving? Zorb stage diving would be great. I think it would be funnier if... That it, would, you would have to have the full one, otherwise you'd kick someone in the face. Yeah, I think it would be funnier to not... To state to Zorb stage dive, but not into anybody. Mm. And just bounce and just keep going until you reach the end of the other end of the stadium. The Harley and Josh show does not endorse drinking and Zorbing. No. Uh, as because nobody wants to see your sick sloshing around in that thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, serious oh. news. Oh, yeah, serious news. Um, three quarters of the correspondents uh, are prepared to operate their businesses at partial capacity through the remainder of the pandemic. 30% of execs would currently embark on a tour or work a show per the report. So basically, they're saying that, uh, yeah, I, I, I would like to go to work right now. Yeah. Uh, and I would take the precautions. That's everybody. Well, no, that's sorry. That's only three quarters. Mm. So that's you know a quarter of the people are a bit like uh, I'd rather wait until everything's sorted and there's a vaccine before I can go back to work. Mm. I think there's something to be said for the the financial position of said people as well because if you're talking about the entire industry, you've got some people who are higher up, and there are a lot of people who are more financially better off who are who are vocally able to say we're privileged in a in a situation that we can sit this out. Right. But then you do have people who are a little bit, who don't have those reserves, who don't have the fallback plan, who are like, they need to make money, they need to make, they need to sort of pay the bills doing the only thing that a lot of these people are trained to do. Mm. You see these musicians, these people, venue runners, promoters, booking agencies have been doing it for years that that they don't want to see that that company go on Fold. the wayside yeah. just for the sake of a couple of years or whatever. Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, I want to shout out Tim Spate from Synergy yeah. um, that he has recently done a, a study for hashtag we make events. Mm. Uh, if you've seen this online, it's all these sort of stark footage of like buildings in red with fire and, and, and sort yeah. of, you know, sim- symbolizing that they probably will 
close yeah. um, and maybe permanently. Same thing for museums as well. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, a lot of the people that are working behind the scenes in the music industry are not getting any support from the government at all. Yeah. Um, I think this is a lot to do with um, a lot of things that musicians themselves are, are, have problems with is having to have second jobs so that you're not fully self-employed so that your books look weird from the year before, yeah. so uh, so the government from the self-employment income support scheme are just like, well, you know, you only earn a very small amount from self-employment in comparison to your part-time, or the other way around. Yeah. So you know, they're, they're taking the percentage from that as to what they'd give you uh, of eighty yeah. percent your your earnings. So yeah, it's 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 not the system hasn't worked for everybody. No, that no, hasn't. And like, I mean, I mean, we're talking about music, but. We've got to remember that, like I say, we've, we've touched on it being entertainment as a whole, mm. you know, theatres and stuff like that. But, I mean, this week we saw, or last week we saw the close down of Cineworlds across yeah. the country. Mm. Um, I know people who lost their jobs because of that. And it's like, I mean, I think they're going to be hit hard. They have been hit harder than anyone else because not only have they not allowed to open, but when they did open, there's a lot of films that just haven't been released because yeah, they're exactly. like, well, we'll just wait. we're open, but let's come and watch a blank screen. Yeah, like just the credits. Yeah, hashtag just the credits. You know, so then it's 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 a large industry. It's what was a five five and a half billion Oof. pound industry. Absolutely, that's kind of just making do and earning nothing right now. Um, which that's not good. You know exactly. It's like sort of make do and mend yeah. sort of thing. And I, I think eventually they we, we will have to address the fact that it's not also like it's not an industry that can be lost because it accounts for so much of the um, what's the word? Just the the, the morale of of the people mm. uh, and the that's, consumers. That's the thing is like uh, all over the news. I constantly keep hearing about oh, the airline industry is in jeopardy. Uh, hospitality is in jeopardy uh, and sort of service jobs and retail jobs uh, are in jeopardy. Mm. Nobody talks about the music industry. Nobody talks about the entertainment industry on sort of like the five o'clock news. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it is like a 70 billion export right. from the UK. It's a huge amount of money that the UK makes on this industry. Yeah. That's including, you know, sort of general events that people go to. Mm. So... Uh, you know, to be forgotten about, it's too important an industry to be forgotten about. Uh, and, you know, the people that have been turning up to London full of, with flight cases and just that are completely unemployed. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you're hearing hearing Rishi Sunak saying that, you know, we won't be able to save all the jobs. And that is true. Yeah. I mean, that's just common sense. But uh, just that it, it, if we want to have fun, yeah, we can't lose... Like uh, uh, the, on a scale that, uh, that seems to be imagined, the, the the jobs that are sitting in the events industry that are, that are unprotected. I I think it'll be interesting to look forward in a few years to see what kind of skill loss there is as well. Mm. Because once this is over, if this does finish, because you know there are people who are saying that that this is going to be a thing we're going to live with forever. Um, I don't think so, but. Yeah, well, yeah, it could be sequels, not, Coronavirus 2, Electric yeah, Boogaloo. You of know. course. Uh, and, of course, Coronavirus 3 back in the hood. Yes. <laughs> oh, and don't forget Coronavirus 4 in space. Oh, yeah. <laughs> coronavirus 4.0, Coronavirus harder. Oh, yeah. this time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You've insulted SARS. I'm back for you. But He's my cousin. <laughs> so with that, like, 
we if, if once this gets over, you will get a resurgence of all these industries that have fallen as demand increases. People like, yeah, you've got the, the, the travel industries. Well, people then can go on holidays. So you'll have companies start up or build up and do things. And it'll be a change of pace and it will change of business style because it will be new businesses. Mm. Same with like music and entertainment. It'll be interesting because you'll have those people who have got years of knowledge and years of skill base who maybe go, well, I'm going to step away from this. This isn't a viable in, uh, job for me anymore. I've had my time. I'll go away. But then you'll have these people fresh out of college, fresh out of school that will go, well, now's the opportunity to start up. And it'll be interesting to see how you'll, you may lose some some valuable skills and uh, knowledge from the, the, I say, the old timers, but mm. also you might lose some of the the old hat skills mm. at the old, you know, um, and... And there's certain space sort of, for new skills as well. Yeah, and there's also that sort of working around issues kind of thing. That uh, well, in a live indus- industry, if you're doing everything online, mm. uh, there's certain things that you may not even know that it's going wrong. <laughs> like yeah. unless somebody's calling you saying they go. By the way, that this the stream's finished right now. Um, I was yeah. watching a fantastic. I want to give a quick shout out to Sound City, uh, mm. run by the Smokehouse uh, and you know Punch Studios. They had a great event last Friday. They had acts from the Wilhelm Experience, nice. who are a new discovery of mine. Wilhelm, I've seen before. He's played with um, Monster Florence. He's played with Fish Claw. He's played with so many different people. Great trombone player, um, but he's got a band now and uh, and a kind of a collective that he plays. Sort of really interesting neo soul and funk and hip hop kind of style things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Caswell, the Baskervilles, Martel, Rafiki, new discovery for me as well. Ipswich, okay. um, sort of electronica and dub um, producer. Nice. Monty Columby, um, uh, old Jamie Hicks from from um, yes Sugar Hill Gang, but- not Sugar Hill Gang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch Soul Gang. I said hip, hip, and hobble. Sorry. And sounds great. Green, which is a new name for Rye Shabby and his uh, his best mate. Can't remember his name. Uh, it was a great, great show. There, um, you know, there was some sort of pre-recorded stuff. There was some from um, like recorded stuff from last year's Sound City. Mm-hmm. All sort of knitted into this really quite seamless live event on online. Uh, but there were points like you know that you can't help where it would just jitter and stutter and yeah. and it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't play it would be constantly sort of buffering and sometimes that's just going to constantly happen something that you just wouldn't have at a live gig yeah i mean you would have other things like you know my lead's broken or my guitar's broken a string or my, the drum has exploded so but we have to do something different stay yeah that, that that constant say stream yeah which is exactly what the stream was not doing and was being constant but that's yeah. the idea of the name absolutely so there, you know certain things that there's going to have to be new skills the sound and uh, sort of audio and video visual ex- experts will have to figure out now, mm. which is to go along with Wi-Fi and the internet um, to add that into their skill set. Whereas um, you know there'll be certain analog things that mm. they won't have to do because I think most people will be using digital desks yeah. uh, to, to do this rather than you know going into an old Soundcraft or a Midas. Yeah. Um, so you know f- figuring out how to patch things from old desks may die off like the dodo yeah perhaps it'll be interesting. It was killed by us yes yes um interesting thing i've got a prediction Ooh. about a, a change harley's in crystal ball i like that so here's my thought right i feel like p i 
I don't think it's going to go out com- com- completely, but I think seated gigs might become a bit more popular than they were before. Uh-huh. Because I'm an old man. <laughs> You're not. I'm not, but... <laughs> Your late 20s. Mid. If that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with mid still. I, I, I'm definitely not, but I'm going with mid. <laughs> um, but I go to a gig. I want to sit. I want to enjoy the music. And I'm also very short. So a standing ticket is not great for me. I'll, I often will get a standing ticket because it's where it sounds best in the middle. Right. But if you want a seat ticket at a stadium show, you've got to sit on the side. And yeah, true. I've only been to a handful of seated gigs where the sound was perfect. Right. Um, but those ones have been memorable because I'm like, this is a great gig. And also my legs don't hurt. And I like that. And I, I would like to kind of... I think, you know, with, when you've got these bubbles where you've got seated gigs like you've got mm-hmm. coming up and stuff like that, we might find ourselves in a position where that might become more of a thing. Yeah, true. Wouldn't work for a metal band or like a high energy gig, but I mean, like... I it's think- turning a lot of uh, artists off. I, I've, I've heard a bunch of stories about um, musicians turning gigs down because it's a seated gig. Yeah. Um, and... So it's you know the seated thing is is socially responsible, but the you know on stage it's just like is anybody enjoying this? Yeah, <laughs> I've done a bunch of seated gigs where I'm just like oh, this isn't very fun, but you know lovely applause at the end, but yeah. just the whole time it's like you're playing to a bunch of mannequins. Um, the yeah, that's going to be an interesting thing to see how sound engineers will be adapting to a new seated audience because like you know how you set up speakers. I mean speakers themselves may start to change and develop because i remember those bose speakers that you can get where you can it's like a line array yeah where on on sort of the tops where you would angle the speakers yeah. to where this where the audience is sitting i mean yeah. bose usually are the ones that come up with something new and weird don't always do it the best yeah. but they come up with the idea you'll also have the fact that there's just less people in a big room mm. means you've you're you're battling more with a room because not i don't know if any if everyone knows this but bodies soak up sound they mm. they absorb sound because we're soft and gooey spongy and when you're hearing a reverberating room it's bouncing off a hard surface Mm. so the more people you have in a room the the deader it sounds and sometimes as a sound engineer it makes your job easier and chairs as well yeah yeah if you if you if if you're a venue that wouldn't usually have chairs but then you're adding chairs sound engineers will have to change how they do the sound for that room interesting fact about cinemas going back to cinemas again uh, if you go to a, um, is it IMAX? Yeah, IMAX cinema. They specially designed each seat, each chair to have the same density as a human. Right. That way, it doesn't matter if there's a person sitting there or not, the sound's going to be the same. Right. Interesting. So then they're not having to. Ad- or double to- dead. Yeah. Double is dead. Well, the person's in front of the chair, yeah. so therefore it's. Or if they're the same a very like tiny pocket-sized person. Wearing a or a very large fat man. Well, it, it, it's it's mass at the end of the day, isn't <laughs> does it? The, does the chair change? No. 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 I'm it's thinking just, a bit sci-fi on this, aren't I? Like the size doesn't matter; it's the density. Okay, but, I'll, keep, I'll, keep, I'll keep telling myself that. Yeah. yeah. So the <laughs> the idea is that you don't have to the density like, of a neutron star. What is the density? <laughs> it weighs as much as a mountain if you've got a small amount of it. Uh, so, well, yeah. I think that's going to be an interesting thing to uh, to experience. Yeah, and we're living through this. Yeah, it's it's a time of transition and learning with said transition. It's going to be the people that are willing 
to transition and learn. Yeah. Uh, that would be the ones to get the gigs. And the people that are going to be like, I'll wait until it gets back to normal will unfortunately fall by the wayside yeah. because it's just it's one of those things where it's the the engine's moving we've either got to get on board yeah. or be left behind and have to find something else to do i was talking to some friends in the in the in the corporate world and uh the other week and they found work running virtual conferences so from their right. home they have a computer set up that allows them to do conferences remotely mm. with large scale corporate companies and stuff like that and they've i mean they're very tech-minded people anyway mm. and they were like this is great it's i mean it's not ideal but we're getting work and this is great because we're the only people who can do that because we've had a head start in it mm. like, that's really cool i haven't been quick enough onto that or passionate enough to kind of head down that world but right the problem is like people here working from home and think oh that's easier and oh, actually it. it's kind of like it, you you're headed with so many more challenges yeah uh you know especially for for running a conference like that you've really got to have some tech savvy yeah and that's the thing and if you're not willing to get that tech savvy uh, then it's it's yeah you're gonna have to completely change what you do yeah yes yeah, it's either way you've got to change yeah soundbite yeah. um <laughs> so anyway um i want to do a quick, quick? trailer Ooh. For something Harley and I have planned, yes, with our fantastic friend Mr. Matt Graver, um, we are planning a special adventure for you, yeah, special musical adventure for you, and it's this isn't like oh yeah, this album's going to be an adventure for you. This is an actual adventure. Yep, we're we're, we're, gonna we're going to be places. questing. Yes, yeah, go, going places that you may not have thought as people that. You may not like, <laughs> which definitely won't like. Yeah, exactly. In a band that, I mean, who knows what kind of music it's going to be? Yeah, um, yeah. So we we won't tell you anymore, but it's going to be a very weird listening experience. We can't even tell you when it's going to be. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 going to be a while. Yeah. But it's going to be fun, and we cannot wait to start making it. Uh, it's going to be hilarious. I it's, really can't yeah, wait. Yeah. Really can't wait. Um, and some people uh, on the Facebook page have contributed unknowingly as well. Yes. Uh, through our um, Harley and Josh show uh, little uh, games. Band name generator. Yep. So if you want to be part of something that you don't know what it is, you don't know <laughs> when you'll hear it, and you don't know if you'll be part of it, just go to our Facebook page, and that's a good way to kind of... Get yeah. into something, I guess. Yeah. Who knows? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your band name could be our band name. Yeah. Um, yeah. So stay tuned mm. to the internet. Yes. Uh, and we will be with you shortly. Um, until then. Yep. Harley, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you back on the air with me again. It's been good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be floating yes. in the air. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, please do make sure you send us your music. Tell us what you're doing at harleyandjoshshow at gmail.com. We're at harleyandjoshshow on Instagram, uh, um, forward slash harleyandjoshshow on Facebook. Uh, we've got a Spotify playlist with all the fantastic music that you have heard today and on our other podcasts. Yep. Um, and, you know, we're also looking for gigs. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hire me. We don't have to strip. Yeah, that so wasn't. That's not a necessity. He does stripped back acoustic. Yep, <laughs> and also fully clothed. Yes, electronic music. Definitely. Um, I've been Josh. I've been Harley. This is the fantastic Mr. Joe Lee's. We'll see you next week. Yeah.
Bye. Bye. It's been a long, cold winter. All I can think of is you. It's been a long, cold winter. But the sun is shining through. But the sun is shining through. Well, I know our place where the cold wind blows. It'll knock you off your feet. Where the sun don't shine for half the time. That's all right, that's all right with me. That's all right, that's all right with me. When it shines, it's like a paradise. A little piece of heaven on the surface. So I'm heading off to the northern skies Where the stars, they shine so bright Where the stars, they shine so bright Well, I go Wash away my Caledonia blues I go down to the old well All I can think of is you But the sun is shining through But the sun is shining through